Hi, I'm Logan. This is Vito. Yo, Vito. This is the Millennial Mindset Podcast. Uh, it's fucking July, and we're just playing around with this app. Let's see how it turns out. July 8th. Yeah, so you're talking about Fumi the alcohol. It's like vodka idea. Yeah. I'm definitely for What do you it. think this... Like, I saw that I'm against that idea. But just like the research I did on what it takes to start a distillery and like start making alcohol right. to distribute costs a lot of money and there's a lot of regulation. <clears throat> so the way I wanted you to look at Fumi was without the money problem. Only okay. because I know I have the funds to get it started. Okay. I kind of wanted you and Jimmy to be shit. more of like... Let's make it. Let's get a product going, and then you and Jimmy we just bring prices to you. And yeah, like signing exactly. Off, and signing then, checks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we go off. We start making it. Once we had the product, dude, there was so much going for it. Like last night, I'm just so like it's crazy. Like the way I talk about Fumi to like random people, it's like I, it's like it already exists. It's like it's in my yeah. hand. It's like I'm already there, and everyone just do you super explain excited. it to people and people get excited all day, all day. Really? Last night I was, I can show you messages with my buddy Evan. I was talking to him and my him and his friends when I was super high. Like I was just blabbering on about Fumi this, Fumi yeah. that. I was throwing out my ideas, all my like thoughts, and they were just got super excited. They're like, "I want Fumi right now! I want it right now!" And I was like, "So what are your thoughts and ideas? Like, what is the product? This is the product. You take. We chose vodka. We're gonna make a vodka. Vodka being a very like popular drink, yeah, just all sure. around, just yeah. all around in general, and to the population, is very popular drink." And I was saying, instead of making, like, an alcohol, just with the average alcoholic taste, let's get super drunk, but who cares what it tastes like? I just want to get wasted. Let's go towards the getting fucked up part, but also let's add flavor to it so it's not just a nasty drunk drink. It's a tasteful, I want to continue drinking, and I don't even realize I'm drunk. Yeah. Type of shit. And then with that said, it was kind of more like moving past the classic and the the normal or the norm of an average alcohol. The normal beer bottle, the normal beer can, the liquor. Yeah, like also like making it unique looking. Yeah, let's make it completely unique, a new idea, but with the same thing. So you're talking about flavoring the actual vodka. Like I think we talked about this before with the actual like – how you can chemically extract like flavor molecules now yeah. from shit like fruits and then put it inside drinks and it doesn't add any calories. Yeah, for uh, for example, water, Propel. Yeah, or like How those uh, those sparkling like canned waters now that mm-hmm. taste like lime and don't have any anything in it. It's just uh, like extracted lime flavor. Right, and that's just that was just getting down to the science of it. Incorporate it into the drink. The actual vodka. Yeah, so say that again. Okay, so if you were to extract the sugar molecules as they do in Propel and shit. Yeah. And then you put it into the vodka, but to an extent where it's so overwhelming that you actually it takes over the taste of the alcohol, mm-hmm. which has been done. I mean, there's drinks out there that, like, people always say you just go straight down like water. You don't even realize. So I'm saying let's just take that idea, incorporate the Propel idea, put it in – a little mix and collage and we have our drink and then yeah. on top of the drink people are going to like I said even if the product doesn't end up how we really want it like tasting like exactly like Skittles or Starburst at least we have a product in a new 
environment. Yeah. And when I say environment, I mean like a new look, a new logo, a new mm. way to brand it. Instead of saying like a normal Corona, like put a lime in it, let's have our own bottle of Fumi and let's add it to a party theme. Like yeah. you, you never see someone like, oh, you never see commercials of people saying, yeah, this is the best bottle of alcohol. Let's have it at a party. You never see that. Yeah. You never see it all over social media in the way we as kids do it. I mean, we're only yeah. 20. Yeah. So if we put our mindset of incorporating social media a flavorful drink and just fun, people get excited. Yeah. There's not much more to do about it and besides just let's get it going. Well, I mean, if if you're uh, – that's a cute dog, by the way. I don't like it. Um, if you're – if you're down to like – because I was, I was researching this stuff when we were talking about it before and – the cost to like open a distillery, like lease the building, shit like that, was starting to make it seem like, well, it wasn't it might not be worth like start to start making the alcohol. But something that you talked about before that might be the better move instead of just like full out like leasing a building and pumping out tons of alcohol, it'll be better if we could like in house brew just like a bottle or two or three. With the flavors. I know yeah, you said this before. That's what I was saying, dude. And then what we focus on right now is the branding of Fumi. Like, we, like, exactly. set up all the brands. Exactly. And on social media and just, like, pump out content. Maybe even the content of us doing the in-house brewing. Right. As long as it's not, like, as long as we're not incriminating ourselves. And where most businesses, like, big businesses always say they start the garage. Right. Start yeah. Garage. Yeah. And then we, we just use whatever networks we've created to like have people taste it and kind of build exactly build knowledge it's a simple and then and generate that's how we drum up demand before getting a distillery and leasing a building and stuff we just have to make sure we just have to make sure we're within the law with that in-house brewing well have you thought about like maybe we should start a really, really simple business just so that we learn the ins and outs of starting a company. Like, uh, something simple, like a, like some kind of knickknack thing. We just, we go and find a supplier of some knickknack and we brand it and then we sell it. Like, for example, um, something that I buy often is these little, like, notebook, um, kind of general size notebooks to, like, write down my to-do list and shit like that. A lot of those are coming from the same factories overseas somewhere, and they're just being stamped like a different brand on it, and then they're selling it. And what you're paying for is the brand, pretty much. Yeah, they do that for a lot of things. Yeah, for, for clothes, for like a lot of shit, it's just the same thing. A buddy of mine had an idea, and I haven't really looked into this, but um, he might have, um, for a clothing company that its whole brand is that it only sells like 100% material clothes. So, like, it's either going to be 100% cotton, 100% whatever, like, leather, whatever the fuck. Like, there's no blended material. And he's, he's basing the branding. So, this guy, did you meet my friend Brandon from Alabama? Like, uh, you would remember him, ginger hair, yeah. long ginger hair. Okay, yeah. Uh, he's super, um, well, he's, he's, he's very Christian, and he believes that, like, the teachings in the Bible are, like, how we should be living, which was a lot of truth to that, I agree. Um, but so, but something that I, that he said is in the Bible that he read is that um, I think this might be the Old Testament actually. 
is that like blending material is like a bad thing. Like you should always have like pure material. You shouldn't mm-hmm. blend it. Um, and so he keeps coming up with these company ideas that use that as a brand. That like, hey, we're like following the rules inside of like Christian Christian religion. Same thing with what Ezekiel bread did. Do you know what Ezekiel bread is? So it's this bread that doesn't have any wheat in it. It's made from like a multiple of seeds and nuts and stuff like that. Um, and it's actually really healthy for you. But the recipe for it comes from the Bible, uh, from the Ezekiel chapter. That's why it's called Ezekiel bread. And the whole branding of that bread, if you buy it, is like Christianity pretty much. Right. So he's talking about, well, we can make a clothing company that's branding Christianity, like all pure material. We can make a... Um, so this is another thing that I was making his way. I mean, that would be a great way to promote it, saying, "Oh, we're like really religious, but you have a lot of back to it, like a lot of religious people, which take right. over majority of the which world." Which is so. So I agree that like the clothing brand, like creating a clothing company, like selling shirts or something, seems to be the easy thing that millennials our age do. Yeah. For the record, like we're twenty, right? You're you're, you're twenty. I'm twenty. Yeah. Um, I turned twenty this month. Um, appreciate it. 21st. 21st, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. What well, seems to like any of the millennial like clothing brand companies that seem to have been successful, it is in the brand. Like you look at Supreme and shit like that. Like that was pure branding that made Supreme. Do you know where that was built off of? No. Either do I. I have no idea where it even came from. I just know. Supreme. Well, Supreme is a really, really old brand. It was like a, I think it was like a skater shop or something on the West Coast. Oh, got it. Yeah, and that skater shop like pushed a big social media marketing thing and put out clothing. Exactly. Fumi, social media. Yeah, so I think we learned the tricks of like brand marketing and shit. I mean, if you, you know Ty Lopez. Yeah. Everything he like promotes is based off of social media marketing. Yeah, I mean, he's really fucking good at it too. Everybody knows who he is because he had such a successful marketing campaign on YouTube. And that's just like that's something to give that guy credit for. And that's even if you don't like him, consistency. I don't really like his personality. Neither do I. But thank you for agreeing with me. I I really don't. But I got to give credit to that guy. Like everybody fucking knows who Ty Lopez is because of his YouTube marketing campaign, which must have cost millions and millions of dollars. So for him to figure out how he could run that campaign and not lose money on it, which he must have done, like anytime you're doing a marketing campaign, it doesn't make sense if you just like lose a bunch of money. Right. Um, that's pretty crazy. Like he balanced the books on that kind of insane campaign. So if we could learn the ins and outs of that, I think we can make anything successful. So I was thinking from when we talked a couple of weeks ago about YouTube, if we were to actually like do what you were saying, like, like kind of help guys get girls. Yeah. It could be something as simple as, like, the way we're talking now. To, like, just record like this and just bring it up in conversation about, like, things we've done. Yeah, we would just talk about, we just talk about, like... And then with that the said... and outs of man and women attraction. Exactly. And then with that said, if we post these videos not only on, like, so say we do start recording ourselves and it's more just from... It's out of just our voices, but it's more just videos. Yeah. We're posting not only our voice, but our videos as well. People see us. People listen to us.
millennial mindset. Yeah, this is called millennial. You don't mindset. understand. Like, if we were to able to take that. Name, yeah. See, as soon as this app came out, yeah. I was like, "This is definitely going to be something big," and it has became like much bigger since right. when I first downloaded it. I grabbed up that name, Millennial Mindset Podcast. Because this is like everybody our age is thinking the same shit. Like we all want to be successful. Right. We're all trying to figure it out. Like what can we do to get the things that we want? Like now. And so if we just talk about it. Right. And like people – what's cool about this app is once we start getting fans on here, people can call in and talk to us on here and we record the whole conversation. How you doing? Welcome, welcome That'd to the mindset. Cool, right? Yeah, What's up? yeah, right. No, I like that because say we do build our name, and it could be that is actually very simple for me. That's just something as easy as posting it on Snapchat, posting it on yeah Facebook. Uh, just I have a large population of something people you're that already will, good at that will get us big. It's something as simple as a retweet. You know, yeah. one retweet, ten other people see it. Yeah, you know, and then that just so on, and then. Say I do go to New Jersey, I would easily enough post it all over fucking Philadelphia. We get that going. Imagine millennial mindset because what are we targeting nowadays? The next generation. Everything coming out is not so much for the older population. It's for like what's next. We yeah. are the next. 2020 is right around the corner. People yeah. want something new. They want to get rid of Facebook. They want to get rid of Snapchat. They want to get rid of all the things that they've been stuck on. They want something new. Twitter's going yeah. down. Like Everything that we grew up with. I mean – Growing up was only four years ago. Once we stepped into high school, that's when our growing up started. Yeah, shit is moving fast. Like, people are looking for the next thing. Exactly. And yeah. again, it's easy. I mean, that's something. I'm, I can see it. I can see it. We build it just by things like this, talking like this, discussing things, talking about whatever was going on in our life. Throw millennial mindset on a shirt. Done. Yeah, or just like... You can put like little motifs of like what the millennial mindset is because you can boil down like what millennials are thinking about into like pretty like essential things. Like what is it like for men at least like what is it that I can do to make myself like abundant with women? Like every – I think every young guy thinks about that at some point. Like it's women unless you're just naturally like just fucking all the time and don't have to think about it. I think every young guy thinks about it as like – how can I get the women that I want whenever I want them? Yeah. And how can I start making money? How can I own my own business, work on my own time, right? That's something – that's just – that would be something as simple as us saying you have to do it. You just do it. That's yeah. like taking Shia Buff and saying – So these are the things that we would talk about, right? Why would we actually do it? Yeah. So like we talk about the girls. We talk about like how to make a successful podcast while we fucking do it. Yeah. And so people are not only listening, but they're like learning through and they're, watching. And we're showing them our success, even though it happens. Oh, shit. Yet. It goes past three minutes. Yeah, they're showing. It just looked like it would, it would end. Oh, well. Well, we're, we're, showing, we're showing them our success before it is even started. Yeah. So just by you coming over here. That's true. And us starting the podcast, that is the beginning of something that could become something yeah. big in the future. I mean, it all starts at the beginning. Every Everyone's beginning always starts off small. But the second you continue... Yeah, and nobody... What's interesting about, like, today's... Uh, like, the, the, the modern times is that everybody's able to get into the spotlight, but a lot of the people that are really successful right now were not recording themselves before they were successful. So they didn't document their journey. They're documenting right now. If we could document the entire journey of, like, building whatever company it is that we end up building or multiple companies. Like, 
you don't have to only make one company as well. Like right. if we, so imagine this. Like if you learn how many how many people our age, millennials, do you meet that want to start their own business or be a part of a startup? None. None? None. Really? Besides you? I feel like I meet a lot of people that want to. They just, they well, have no, they have I mean, no idea what to do. I kids who don't have jobs. Okay? Oh, okay. That's, I guess that's, that's true. my biggest thing. That's true. I hang out with kids who they wake up in the morning and they say, what party can I go to? Okay. Who can I have sex with? Yeah. Can I make $5 today to buy a blunt? That is the people I hang out with. Whereas I show up to work, I go to school, I actually have money. Well, at school though, do you, like at college, I feel like that's where I see a lot of people that want, like they're looking for some startup they can get involved in. The thing about college is, yes, I have, I'm surrounded by, now I'm surrounded by people with the ability to get up in the morning and say, like, I have to at least do something responsible. Yeah. They still have the same idea of what I just said. They still want to wake up. They still want to be rich. They still want to, you know, have women, even the girls, they want to have a boyfriend. You know, yeah. it's, just, it's, it's everything. They, it's like two things. Everyone's just surrounded by love and success. I mean, what they're like the only thing that's that what they want. Is, yeah. Yeah. You never Have wake you, up in the morning and say, Hey, I want to go see the Grand Canyon. You know what? I think the trap with that is, and I've definitely what guilty of this for like most of my life so far, or at least like my teenage years is thinking a lot about like the goal that I want, like the end goal. Like if you're, if you're a millennial right now, or you're that guy that's just waking up jobless, like has all these dreams and ambitions, but just like tries to find enough money to smoke a blunt that day is you're thinking you're spending so much time thinking about like the end goal like where you're headed and not about what the fuck you're going to do today and then you just go day after day doing nothing each day except for thinking about your future and never acting and then you know eventually you're like 30 and you're stuck like you can't like you've done things that you can't go backward like you've had kids or you've taken on debt and now you can't go the other way. Like right now, it's a special moment in our life where like I don't have any debt at all. Mm-hmm. I have no obligations to anybody. I could always just pick up and leave any situation I'm in. Mm-hmm. That that freedom does not last your entire life. Like eventually you'll have a mortgage. You'll have kids to support. Maybe Once you have, you have loans. <clears throat> so much of a commitment. When you put the commitment to like say a girl or kids, that's when it stops. That's yeah. the idea of just picking everything up and moving on. Is yeah. Wrong. You lose the freedom of yeah. being able to take action on whatever you want. Yeah. So right now we need to take advantage of that. And I think if you could just focus day to day, like what we're going to be, like what we're actually interested in doing that would affect our future goals, well, which is why I do want? things, which is why I do things like writing in journals, like to do right. lists and shit like that. So I kind of think about that every day. Well, what is it you want? Like, what is it you wish? So you were asking, like, what is it that you want? Because we were just talking about how, like, it's it's important to map your daily actions to your goals and not just think about your goals. Yeah, what is it you wake up to and you think about? If you're not in that, can I make a couple dollars to smoke a blunt, what are you waking up to? I wake up and, like, day to day right now, because right now I quit my job two weeks ago. I'm not in school. So I am, like, just chilling right now. But what I'm using my time for right now is thinking about, well, steps I can do to actually reach my goals. So my goals of like, well, I want to make 
something that I've really found that I enjoy doing and something that I have kind of a goal of is like I love learning. Like learning is something I'm really good at as well. And I really enjoy spreading knowledge. Like once um, when I understand something, I really like going and telling something about somebody else about it and like teaching that person. So with this podcast, the reason I've been wanting to do this, and I know you've been wanting to do this as well, is like it maps to my goal of like I want to help spread information because I think it benefits everybody um, to learn something and spread it. So that's one thing that I was thinking about. I was like, well, I want to start doing podcasts, and it's great that I came across you because not many other people will actually just sit down and fucking talk, or they don't. They're not interested enough to talk to and record. Yeah, they're not because they just want to smoke a blunt. They're not show, right? capable of having a conversation of what's next. Yeah, they're kind yeah. of just stuck in the moment. I've noticed yeah. when I hang out with uh, a couple of my buddies, it's always the uh, it's like I'm still in high school. It's like yeah. kind of like a drama mindset of who's talking to who or who's doing this or who's doing that, and it's just kind of like when yeah. are we going to start talking about something? That's going on in life. So like worrying like about the people like, around you, yeah, like not worrying, yourself. It's, yeah, like let's focus on different things. Let's. I mean, if you just take a second to focus on something other than what someone else is doing, then you may achieve something that you're aiming for. I mean, it's just if you revolve your life around drama, I mean, something everyone grows up and finds interest in, you'll never you're never going to go anywhere. Yeah. At all. That's. Yeah, so learning of, like, actually how to work on yourself. So, pretty much my day-to-day right now is different every day, depending on shit I have to do. Like, a lot of it recently has been preparing for UF this fall. Hmm. Like, every day there's some shit I have to do. Like, I have to um, send in transcripts or, like, email um, an advisor at UF or make plans. Like, I'm going to... uh, their preview orientation July 16th and 17th like how to fucking plan all that stuff out like you know it's also my birthday month so I've been planning that out no it's not um we're moving today or we're, we're continuing moving stuff so that's another thing that like my day my day to day thing is you're selling your house um, we're not selling it. We've been renting it for like the three years I've been living there. Uh, okay. Um, just cause this isn't a place we're going to settle into though. It probably would have been, it would have made more financial sense probably to buy a house just cause the renting market here is pretty, pretty shit. Yeah. Cause this place is turning into a city and it's getting expensive. Population is overcrowded. There's not enough living area. So if you lower all the prices, there's not going to be enough houses. So what they do is they increase it and they build more buildings, which doesn't make sense. They should lower it, give it to where everyone can afford it, allow all the houses to be taken up, and then build what you need, not so much build what you want. Because then we're just going to have tons of vacant lots and tons of places that are just empty. Yeah. Pointless buildings. Take- so it's like kind of the... Um, I think the theme with the Millennial Mindset, this podcast, should be like, what is it that we're thinking about, you know, and we're looking, we're looking, the whole reason we're doing this is to find people that are thinking similarly to us, 
because it might be people we want to work with or get to know. Um, but also, I think we should be documenting like what we're doing to achieve our own goals. To maybe because it's like I was saying, like something that I really enjoy doing is teaching. I don't want to be a fucking like school teacher though. So another way that I think would be fun to teach is to like be engineering my own life, my own day to day, and then document it so that maybe somebody else could could learn like, oh, here's this little trick that this guy does, or they could give me advice, right? Like somebody could phone in on here and be like, hey, you guys should do this, and it's actually a good idea, right? Right. So I think the theme of this um, this podcast should be that we are talking about. Our mindset, huh? Is there live on this? You can do live, um, like, call-ins, I think. Mm. I'm not sure. We'll have to check it out. This is our first podcast, by the way, people are listening. Actually, I recorded one on here, like, a year ago. Right. <laughs> when I fucking made the, uh, made the account. But I had nobody to record with. It's weird when it's just a monologue. Right. I think. It's better when it's a conversation. So, so what should we be focusing on? So... I, I want to learn how startups work. Like I want to be like an expert on starting businesses because I think that's something we can monetize. Like if I was good at starting businesses, then you can just make startups and don't like you don't have to be the CEO. You're kind of a advisor. Like there's big companies out there that are uh, consulting companies. So all they do is they consult businesses on what they should be doing, like how to better optimize their business operations. So my father owns pizza shops, and when he moved to New Jersey, he actually went to his father, and he kind of just knew. He said there's a lot of money in pizza shops. He just knew from moving from Italy to America, he knew that that's something that would be really big here. Mm. He's like, he only, back in the days, I mean, he only socialized with Italians. He didn't, it wasn't, it's weird. It's like 40 years ago, no one really, yeah, people, was like they that. were like, yeah. I'm Italian, so I'm only going to talk to Italians. I'm yeah. black, I'm only going to talk to blacks. I'm white, I'm only going to talk to whites. That's what happened. So, and now Italians are just called white people. Now. Just called white people. It used to be like a minority I mean, race. Now it's like, oh, you're white. I mean, shit, my dad moved here from Sicily. And then I was born, so I'm basically like full Italian. My mom's yeah, Italian, that's and I'm just considered a white. Everybody guy. calls you a white guy. Yeah, right? yeah. but the yeah. second you they hear my Jordan. name, they're like, "Oh, you're Italian, yeah. aren't you?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm Italian. What's up?" 40, 50 years ago, people were like, "Oh, you fucking wop." Yeah, exactly. No, that's actually what would happen. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. They, yeah, they call my father. He's always telling stories. But regardless to that, what he did was he just took action. He saw the business opportunity. He did it. He started it. He like said, this is what's going to make money, so let's do it. He, they rented out a store. Mm-hmm. They bought the equipment. They put it in. They took out loans, and they made it. And then that business, a couple months down the road, turned into like a really good thing. He was making $500,000 a year off of one pizza shop. When right. one pizza shop grew up to about four shops to the point where my when my father started to have kids – it was like, it's too much. He sold them off and had one shot. He probably learned a lot, though, from just jumping in, right? Yeah, and put it this way. My father, he was deported 12 years ago. And when he was deported, he lost his business, which was called Sal's Pizza. Okay. He lost his house. He lost his family. So when my dad went back to Italy, he had no money. 
And he, j- he was grateful enough to have family over there to, like, stay with until he bounced off his, on his feet. Right. What he did was when he moved back there, he got a job with his cousin Pieto. He worked until he had enough money of his own to buy out another business. And he started by making his own business. So not only was he working for Pieto, he started this business called Caldo Caldo, where he made food, which was something he was good at. He took something he was good at. He already had knowledge. He already had knowledge. He made the food, and he would wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning, making the food, preparing the food. He would put it in these little buckets, styrofoam buckets in the back of his car, and he would drive the businesses selling the food. He would drive to, say, construction business, say, yeah, you want to buy some lunch? That's what he would do. That's how he made enough money to buy out another shop that he was working at. So not only what he, it takes a lot of work. Yeah. It takes a lot of work. You can't just wake up and say, I want to be rich. I want to be successful. Yeah. I am not going to. It's not how it works. He was. He had to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning and work until, say, 1 o'clock in the morning the next day. And that's three jobs. So he was just hustling his ass off. It's just hustle. You got you to gotta work. You got to push yourself. You got to, yeah. like, push yourself. To, like, when you go to the gym, you got to work up a sweat to see progress. Right. If you want to start a business, you have to work up a sweat to see success. Yeah. And that's what that's what he did. He was able to do that, and that's because he had the mindset of moving to America. Being while he was young, he already knew it. I'm not just going to come to this country and have the American dream. Yeah, you have to come to the country and you have to take the dream that you had and you have to turn it into some reality. That's what you have to do, and that's what he did. Right, it doesn't just come true because you. It just doesn't come true, and I mean, not everyone wakes up and has his mentality to like, I'm going to work today. Yeah. A lot of people, most people dread work. Do you think that that's something that has declined among younger people? Like, yes. The millennials are less hardworking than previous generations? It's so weird. It's so weird because I'll be showing up to work. My job sucks. I work at McDonald's. But yeah. I'm willing, like once I'm there, I'm willing to stay. I'm always asking, yo, can I stay till 11? I get off at 9 o'clock. Can I stay till 11? Because I'm, dude, last week I had 45 hours. They cut me five hours just so I wouldn't have overtime. And I'm, oh, like, really? trying to work. Yeah. And I was ready to stay. They asked me to stay till 11. I got off at 5 o'clock yesterday. And, they were, and I asked to stay till 11. They were like, yo, can you stay? Another manager comes up and says, no, he's already in overtime. <laughs> it's just it's just different. I'm not everyone yeah. has that. Not yeah. everyone does. And I'm, I'm not blaming the kids. Honestly, like, I was lucky enough to have the mom that I did able to say, like, yo, get your ass up and get a job. Like, you got to do something. She was the mom, like, get the fuck out of the house. Kind of pushes you. Yeah, she was just like, go do something. Like, I'm not playing this game. And I was lucky for that. Not everyone had that. A lot of people had parents that were, you know, successful. So they were like, oh, my kid, here you go. Take this phone, get out of my face, you know. Take this, do that. They never... You don't have to do child. Yeah, I mean, this kid the other day, I was at the beach, and he goes, oh, how do you like my car? It's a brand new car. Blah, blah, blah. $30,000. Hey, where do you work? I don't have a job right now. So I had to get the car. Oh, my mom bought it for me. Yeah. Okay. Look at my car. Toyota Corolla, 2011. I bought it myself. Yeah. What's that? So it definitely has declined. I think, I think, I agree with what you're saying. Like, I think that honestly, being comfortable breeds, like, laziness. Like, uh, yes. Yes. um, Man, there's a fucking word for it. Um, or whatever. But being being too comfortable in life, like you don't have to work, 
Like there's, there's there's nothing that you have to do. Breeds laziness. Like you, yeah. It's not enough to just like wake up and like, oh, I'm motivated. Like watch a motivated motivating video and then just start start doing shit. Like you almost have to be in the point where your back's against the wall and you have to work right. to actually learn that skill of hard work. And then in the future, when you are successful, maybe you don't have to work as much. Then you have the problem of like, well, I've already trained all this hardworking mentality. Now I need to learn how to dial it back. Right. And that's the better situation, in my opinion, because then you're successful. And it's just learning how to chill a little bit, right? So imagine doing that. <clears throat> imagine practicing chilling. There's people like that, though. That's weird. There's like insanely successful businessmen that have hundreds of millions of dollars and are depressed because they don't spend time with their family. They're working 60-hour weeks. And they need to learn how to chill the fuck out. Like, you've already made it, man. Like, learn how to spend time with your family, your, your kids, go on vacation. Once you're, once you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. Once you're in well, I mean, once you're in this routine of waking up every day and just... That's what I'm saying. If you just do it, you'll notice you're getting so much done, and time is just flying by, and you don't even realize. It's and then momentum. at the end of the day, you just have all these things you've accomplished, and you said, what the fuck happened? Uh, yeah. And that's simple. That's getting up, getting out, and doing something. I mean, I think I think this is where it, like ties back around to journaling. Like, what you actually have to get done. When do you have to go to work, by the way, because it's one twenty-three. I gotta go in like eight minutes. Okay. Um, yeah. So this goes back to like journaling. Like, I think plenty of young people understand that like to be successful, I have to be hardworking. But it's like, oh, you got to work hard. Well, what the fuck does that mean? Like, what do I actually do? Because there could be motivated people out there that are like, I want to work hard, but I just have no idea, like, what to actually do. So this is where journaling comes in handy is, like, writing out your goals, like, things you need to get done today. And then scheduling your time so that you're actually making sense of, like, well, if I want to be a hard worker, I need to do this, 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 and this. And, like, actually articulating what work needs to be done. Or, and what I was honestly thinking about recently is like, what if I just took a two-week vacation where I went homeless? Like, all of these, like, support systems that I have around me, I just, like, went away from for two weeks and then came back. And those two weeks, I'd probably learn a lot about, like, actually having to work, like, back against the wall. Like, if you don't work, you're going to starve kind of thing. Right? Mm. Like, just see what it's like. Like, if you could... If you could um, you know, if there's some way to push yourself, put put yourself in a position where there's no choice but to work your ass off, right. just to learn the skill. Well, it's funny you say that because uh, I was actually going to plan a trip to California next month through the seventh and the twelfth. My buddy calls me up and goes, "Yo, it's like fifteen hundred dollars each." I'm like, <laughs> "I don't know where you got that price from." But I'll go to California, I'll buy the ticket, but I'll sleep on the streets if I have to. I just want to see California. So that's what I was going to do for the whole week. I would just roam around California, sleeping when I had to, eating when I could, and just kind of like figuring it all out just by moving. That's just, like I said before, just getting up. Yeah, I've heard of people doing that, um, just like journeying across it to get like a car or something, and you start driving in some direction. And then when they need money, they, like, stop off in a town and, like, get a job. 
and just work like long hours, like 50 hours or something a week, because they have nothing better to do. With their money, they buy gas, buy food, and then they continue on. Right. Stop in another town. When they need money, get a job. They're sleeping in the car just just to explore. Right. And I mean that's good for the time being. Yes. You don't you don't want to make a life out of that. Yeah, I, that. that's definitely not a lifestyle I would think of doing. I have thought about touring countries, though, and yeah. like with the idea of actually working. Right. Like in each country, kind of like just going country by country, like maybe two to three months, getting a job, experiencing it, and moving on. Mm. But I wouldn't want to do that. Like I don't want to get into the routine of that. I want to be able to like stabilize myself and kind of build a foundation so I have something to come back to. Because like they say, it's home sweet home. Yeah. Literally. It's probably the best way to do it, right? That's why I was saying like the two-week vacation from support systems where at the end of the two weeks – I come back, hmm. just hoping that it changed, like gave me a different perspective or something yeah. like that. It could, it could. Okay. And we can continue this tonight if you want to, like I have to get off work. Um, so we have a lot of business ideas, right? Yeah. I mean, there's the like um, insect food business. The, I knew you were going to say that. Dude, that shit, that shit is actually possible. Say. It's just a hard, it's a hard marketing campaign. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, clothing if clothing you guys company crickets. Call me up. <laughs> yeah, I'm well, a quick poll: like, who would eat cricket cricket based food? Like, if you could eat bread that had no wheat and was like fifty grams of protein per slice, like, who would do that? I mean, a lot of working out people. Yeah, that's you that would actually, be, that would you be the market promote I would target. that in the GNC. Yeah, like you, I would. That's what I was thinking. Is like those you would target. Don't health. care what's in it. They care about what they're getting from it. Yeah. So as long as it tastes good, they don't care if it's a cricket. And it tastes good. Like it's I've up. tried cricket flour uh, protein protein powder. I'm definitely down for that. And I actually know this girl that is growing crickets right now. So we could just grind them up. I thought the whole setup to grow mealworms. Like well, I was like about to start doing nah, it. I don't like worms. Yeah, yeah. That's what my buddy was saying. Like worms might be a harder sell, but yeah. you would grind them up into a flour. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, I feel you. They're just really healthy. So. That's a business idea. The other one is the, um, like, <clears throat> Fumi. Fumi. I'm definitely more Fumi, dude. Yeah, I mean, that that is definitely something as well I could see being... I could see it growing, but you are right about what comes with regulation and all that. That's definitely going to be... Yeah, there's, I think there's way more option. overhead with Fumi than any of the other businesses. Yeah. Like, so the other one's like clothing brand or... Um, clothing brand, I think, is... A lot more practical. Super easy. Be, that could be the easiest one to like generate an income. Yeah. And, that could, and the cool thing about that is even while you're in UF, we could do that together. Yeah. I mean, this thing, we can record conversations. So we could be doing podcasts right. from a distance, like just on a phone call and it records. I mean, that's, I mean, that's not a big deal. Like I could always like, we could schedule a day yeah. where we just meet up. And continue. Yeah, working from afar is easy. We yeah. just get on Skype and like as long as we schedule, we just have to schedule it. Right? Yeah, um, that's another thing. Like working within a schedule. But so the another business idea is the uh, like picking up girls coaching company. Right. Like how how to as a young man engineer your life where you have tons of options with women and you're attracting the girls you want to attract. Like you just become successful at. Getting women in your life because that's I think that's a facet of every 
at least every straight dude that's young and even older, like a facet of what they think about is, well, where the, where's my pussy source? Like, if you ever meet a guy that is lacking in that department, yeah, he kind of turns into an asshole, right? He's like, he's kind of mean towards girls. He's mean towards guys that have girls. Like he becomes uh, resentful. And then they become school shooters. <laughs> for real though, like some of them in their manifestos are like, this is to pay back girls for not oh sleeping God. with me. It's crazy. Like, if every guy in this world got laid consecutively over time, there'd be no crime. Yeah. Every not guy, only would men release all their anger through sexual activities, women would just be completely, I had sex. Yeah, it's true. That's it. Women gotta loosen up. They gotta... Women, women like sex more, like, they get way more enjoyment out of it yeah. than men do. Um, so, so that's another business around. idea, and you and I have been going out, it's been two weeks or something since, because I was sick and then out of town. Friday, we should go out this, yeah. Not Friday, Saturday. What about Friday. Friday, I just work. I'm not sure what I'm off. But Saturday, guaranteed off. Okay. So, I mean, either day, they were people were planning to go to Orlando, but the problem is I wanted to just go with you. Because yeah. when I go, I feel like it's more productive. Whereas, like, once there's a third person, I honestly just feel like there's, like, a barrier. And it's kind of, like, restricting us from doing what we intend to do. Yeah. Like, last time we went with that kid, Evan... It's not that I had a problem with him there. It was just like I felt like we were just kind of like trying to you said keep him goals. entertained, yeah, while also trying to like do what we were doing. Where yeah, we're going out with the same goal, and then the third person is just like a different. I'm goal. not caught up. I'm not here. So yeah, so we've been going out with the goal of, I mean, we've done it a bunch of times sober of just talking to random people yeah. like strangers we never met. And having fun with them, like, getting them to like us. And with girls, like, gaining attraction. And it's a lot of fucking fun. But a lot of guys that we've gone out with are, like, just looking for a good time. Which right. is what a lot of people are doing when they go out. So it's hard. No, they're looking to get laid. Yeah, and but the the night, if they were looking they to get laid, yeah. Yeah, but I think, I think the way that we're doing it over time like once you get really good at that that's how you consistently get yeah. like really really to the point where it's just like like that one night where we just went out we stepped out the car and that girl walking her bike we just immediately started talking to her yeah we could have we could have like gone and fucked her and her friend probably like yeah, she, especially when they were like oh you want to meet up at Coyote Ugly yeah. yeah she like took our number and was like wanting to meet up with us she she was approach, she was talking to us in a way where it was like she, we probably could have walked back to her her place with her because she was right around the corner and something might have happened then but right now like my goal is to kind of gain the skill of going out sober and just gaining attraction between girls and and me um and that's something that i think there's a lot of guys that want to learn that pure confidence yeah confidence but also just how to because it's one thing being confident but it's also like knowing social cues like knowing how to react to what the woman is doing right so that and also how to read read her if you're able yeah. to like say like if you're able to walk up to a girl take the situation and act a certain way just by knowing how she is yeah. you can take full advantage like yeah you walk into a girl she's like get the fuck away from me and then you just like counteract it with like no you get the fuck away from me yeah it could turn into something way better than you walking up to a girl and like she's like oh hey what's your name 
Yeah. There's totally different atmospheres when you walk next to a girl. Yeah. Like, there's just too many things, like, all happening at once. You just have to take it all in. Yeah, like, understanding those social dynamics, I think, is a really powerful skill. Yeah. And if we continue that, I mean, that's just, like I said, practice. I mean, we could do hidden camera, camera, camera footage. Right. Like, we could bring out a fucking guy that's whole job is to record us, and we yeah. just have a mic on us. And we're just doing the same thing. We could do that. Post it on YouTube. As long as and we then we And then we record us talking about it. So, Jimmy was telling me how he uses that credit card, right? <laughs> I'm going to tell Jimmy, instead of selling drugs, <laughs> what you can do is buy some equipment, and we'll put it towards YouTube. Yeah. I mean, he has the, the plan, the ability to get all the stuff for free. He should just get it for free so we can start doing something not only legal, but something that will work. Yeah. So, regardless of that, I do have to go to work. Yeah. So. We'll see what it sounds like. Yeah, just like just because. So, wait. So, what were you saying? So, don't even think about the fact that we're being recorded right now. Just I'm like. I'm kind of just using it right now as the background you're, noise. You're because, testing to see if it works? Yeah. Because, because the background noise? The, Fish sound tank. of the fish tank as well as the fan running yeah. is going to have some interference. 